If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> we are. Happy Friday to everyone in the sports universe. It is August the 12th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on our Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook pages. Good morning to all. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvelis. Happy Friday, Mr. Aaron. You look like you've had a long week, man. Uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a fun one. Um we have a lot of things going on, vacation, slowly coming to an end, which is kind of a bummer. But uh, I watched that Field of Dreams game last night, which was really cool. Oh, I forgot. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I kind of turned it on halfway through, but uh, that's a pretty cool little experience. That's awesome. Um, So who won the game? Because I know it was the Cubs against the Reds, I want to say. Uh, yes, Cubs Reds. The um, Cubs won four to two, I believe. Four to two. Cubs actually won the game. That's 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 good for them. Yeah, no, I mean it was it was a fun thing, and I do like that they uh, they try to do these little. Um, I don't even know what you would call it. Like, uh, really, those those types of things are reserved for exhibitions, <clears throat> but. Um, you know, the, the, the Field of Dreams game, if you look at the stadium, it's maybe 9,000 fans. And, uh, you know, it's really everything's right up on you. And, and, and uh, you know, the, the corn in the back and the, and the charade they do. I didn't see the beginning, but <clears throat> I saw the replay. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty cool little thing. I always wonder, like, what else they could do, uh, you know, or other sports could do. That's something similar to this that's tied to a movie and nothing. Water really... boy, water <clears throat> boy. Yeah, I just don't know what, what would they do. They like would the Did would Adam the college... Sandler come out there and do something stupid? Would college sports like adopt the bourbon bowl or something like that? I don't know. So it'd be tough. You're right about that. Hey, um, if you want the best in sports merchandise for your favorite players from your favorite teams from every league. With daily deals, you got to go to MikeAndAndDrop.com and do what? You got to click the F. It's very simple. It is very simple. Click the F. When you click the F, that's obviously the Fanatics logo. The entire – wow, good gracious. The entire Fanatics experience is at your disposal. So go there. Get geared up for the NFL and college football season. Even the NL season will approach us, I guess, pretty soon. So get all that stuff. With daily deals, including free shipping on $24 or more. That's today's deal for those of you that are watching today or watching live. We thank you. So go there, MikeAndDrop.com, click the Fanatics logo. And for that, oh, you're tired. Thank you. Shame on you. I think we I think we nailed it. I feel like you were late. I, if I was late, it wasn't much. That's good, yeah. You had a good comeback, but it wasn't – I just didn't feel the fire in your fist, you know? That feels Sorry, good. let's try it. Let's try it again. I got it. All right, ready? And for that, 
We thank you. Well, that geez. was good. That was good. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> oh. All right, let's move on. Let's get into some talk. Yeah, right. NFL preseason is in full swing. And listen, I was impressed last night because there's a few things to get to. There's also some games tonight, including the elephant in the room, obviously, which we'll get to. But what stood out to me last night was Malik Willis. I don't know if you've seen the plays. I didn't watch the games, to be fair. I watched a lot of highlights and a lot of plays. But um, that Malik Willis dude is is coming for the head of Ryan Tannehill. Um, Lamar Jackson even talked to him after the game. Like, was very impressed with his stuff. Dude was making sidearm throws like Mahomes, juking out people like Lamar Jackson, and throwing dimes down the field like he did in college and like Aaron Rodgers does. It was simply fantastic. The Titans' offense looked incredible. It just it shows you a flurry of what he can be. And Titans would be I'm – so, I'm, call me overreacting. I don't give a crap. Start in week one. They obviously start him in preseason week one just to sh- – apparently he was like – Nobody expected him to start that early, but here he was. This dude's ready. Just let him have it. You guys are going to waste your season as a Colts fan. I couldn't be happier. But starting Ryan Tannehill would be suicide at this point. That's what I saw. I mean, I'm sorry. I saw what you saw, and and you're ready to crown a guy after a six of eleven. Oh, Ryan Tannehill. Yes, I am. Yeah. I, uh, uh, a legitimate starting quarterback in the league right now, and you're ready to give his job away to a guy who all this pizzazz, they still lost the game 23 to 10. I'm gonna let everyone just, know something. Um oh boy, he wants to handing come off, off Mike Derrick said it Henry, first. Here we go. I could I could hand off to Derrick Henry. Sure. Just letting you know. I, I don't know what that how that really helps, though. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is you know, you've got two receivers now <clears throat> one coming off of a major injury and the other being a rookie at this point like that's a recipe for disaster for a brand new starting quarterback in Malik Willis that you're going to need a guy I, I don't know I, I don't see the problems with Ryan Tannehill as much I understand this three interception game is still stuck in our mind but I mean Ryan Tannehill has led his team to the playoffs three straight years I mean this isn't a slouch move here at this spot so I don't know. I don't. I don't agree with the Tannehill hate and slander that we have uh, seen over the last six months or so. So I'm going to pump the brakes on this Malik Willis thing because you did the same thing with Trey Lance last yeah. year, and he didn't see the field until that Cardinal game, and he looked absolutely atrocious. So yeah, let's wait, just. I didn't see him in preseason though, like this. Did you not see Trey Lance in preseason? He was hitting. He was throwing uh, deep balls to Debo and other guys. I mean. He was the talk of the preseason. This is, Malik's going to be the same this same situation. He, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not saying Malik's a bad quarterback. I just I don't understand why you're trying to make him the starter from day one. I mean, there's almost nothing he can do that makes him the starter from day one over Ryan Tannehill. Because Matt Ryan exists. I'm just letting you know. Matt Ryan? What, what does that even mean? Because you Matt Ryan, for the Colts, is right there going to control the division, and you're going to want a quarterback. And I, I promise you, the longer they wait – the worst is going to be this year. I just I saw enough. There's no way that dude's you not ready to start. You shouldn't be super proud about Matt Ryan controlling this division. This division is hot whoa, garbage. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I will. I'd like to make you a bet. If you give me the field against your Colts, oh, something South. like 
Yeah, something like big old like two or three shaving cream pie, whipped cream pies in the face. I, I mean, I could I could do one. I'm not gonna do two or three. That'd be stupid. You oh, mean like on, no. on on three like straight shows? Do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you should have like a confidence level meter that it's an equalizer to the amount of pies you have to shove in your face. I'm pretty confident that I'm, I'll save that for the second time of the UFC South quarterbacks, but I might take you up on that. Who knows? I mean, you're really just Tennessee versus, uh, versus Indianapolis. I don't I mean, really have faith in the other two, but uh, that's something to think about on your, on your two minute commercial break there. That's right. Um, Tyler Huntley, by the way, I don't know if you saw him. He was pretty impressive as well. I, I said it last year. Tyler Huntley is not a big drop off from Lamar Jackson. And I know it's only preseason once again, but he showed it once again. He's not a bad dude. If you if you don't want to pay Lamar a boatload of money, you can get you can Tyler Huntley, who does almost the same thing for 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 way less. Why not stack the decks? I mean, I, and I love Lamar Jackson. This is it, like it pains me to say that I'm not even a fan of Tyler Huntley, but I'm a fan of what he's done with this Ravens offense in the little time I've seen him do it. So this one's a little bit more of a legit take, in my opinion. Wow! That you have, and yes, we both talked about Tyler Huntley and his abilities, especially in that Packer game last year, uh, where he almost beat Aaron Rodgers, you know, straight up. But. You said he's almost Lamar Jackson. He's not Lamar Jackson. That's fair. I mean, I understand the theory of paying, you know, not paying Lamar Jackson to bring Tyler Huntley in. I don't have, I wouldn't have a problem with it if that happened. I just don't see it happening because I don't feel like Tyler Huntley is quite that on that franchise level. I agree. He's an incredible, incredible and capable backup. He's probably a capable starter on a team that is fully equipped Falcons. to do. No, I would I would say a team that's fully equipped to win a Super Bowl that just needs a quarterback that doesn't make boneheaded mistakes. Wow. You know, like, this could sound crazy, and with a couple of spots here and there, it would not have happened because of the way Matt Stafford's, you know, ability to just, just throw the ball, not even looking, but just Matt Stafford's ability is probably a little bit better than Tyler Huntley, but Tyler Huntley could go on a team like the Rams, and they'd still be contenders for a Super Bowl title. Um, you, I know that. Wow. Okay. That's what I'm saying. He's got the talent. He's got the arm strength. He's got the ability to be an NFL starting quarterback. I'm not taking him over Lamar Jackson, although I would rather take my chances with Huntley and build and use that $40 million yeah. a year to make my roster better if I'm the Ravens. But if it blows up in your face, it could be a problem. I don't know. It's it's an interesting take here. But, yeah, Tyler Huntley, we were both talking about him last year. Uh, he was great in games. He was incredible to watch. Uh, but it's just it's it's really hard to say that he's going to be uh, supplanting Lamar Jackson or that, that they're going to show Lamar Jackson the door because Tyler Huntley is the, the, the you know, the next wave. I just – I'm not sure I see it. But it's, it's good to know that's in your back, back pocket if you're sure. And one other thing I'll say about, about Lamar Jackson is that, and again, I love this guy, but how much are the Ravens willing to pay is what I want to know. Like, are you willing to just reset the market? Because that sounds all cool and, and normal and natural nowadays. But also, like I said about Raquan Smith, we don't have to reset the market for you. Like, Lamar Jackson has won an MVP. Yes, it's got us zero success in the playoffs. 
So, and albeit last year was injuries, they had a great team. I get that. But if Tyler Huntley, like you said, like we can use his 40 to go build something like, like the Rams have done, like the Bills have done, why not? I mean, I wouldn't give Lamar Jackson a diamond knowing what the Rams just did and knowing what the Bills might do. It's a I'm tough conundrum. Lamar just played I mean, it out. Look, it's a tough conundrum. I, I do like Lamar Jackson. I'm probably one of the ones that sits in the middle here that says, you know, he has the ability to be around the right organization and win a Super Bowl, but Agreed. sometimes the Ravens have to win games in spite of him. And, and I know, like when we had Joe Madden on, what quarterback hasn't had a bad game? 100%. I mean, let, let's let's be honest. Quarterbacks have bad games. But, you know, Lamar Jackson is not Pat Mahomes. Lamar Jackson is not Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson is not Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Hell, even Russell Wilson, where he can – even having a bad game can take two or three drives and get his team back in this. Like if his one dimension is shut down, I don't feel comfortable relying on his arm to come back and beat me. Agreed. Or to come back and beat teams, I guess is what I'm saying here. So uh, does that make Tyler Huntley the, you know, the answer? No, not necessarily, but it might make Tyler Huntley, you know, like you said, you know, diet Coke version of, of Lamar Jackson might just be good enough if you build, you know, an incredible roster around him. And you can't do that if you've got to pay Lamar Jackson 50 million plus. Right. One more thing we're going to get to on this topic is um, Daniel Jones went six of 10 for 69 yards. Um, I don't know why the name escapes me of the guy who supposedly did better that Michael Irvin was dumping on. Oh yeah. Tyrod Taylor. Love Tyrod Taylor. I think it's pure experience that he looked good. Because he's been around the block a few times for, for a few teams, Texans, Chargers. I can't even remember where he was at before. The Bills, obviously. So he with the Browns for a little bit. Too. Was Brian Dable the like one of the guys there whenever um Tyrod was with the Bills? I, I wouldn't don't think, think so. so. I don't but it's think interesting so. how that comes back around. But um, Tyrod Taylor had a good game. But Michael Irvin's saying he runs the offense better. Ever seen Daniel Jones take um ten passes? It's pretty sickening from a Hall of Famer who's become just a talking head opposite of Stephen A. Smith. So I can understand why he's trying to say what he's trying to say here in this spot, but uh, there's no scenario where Tyrod Taylor will be taking the reins as number one quarterback. You're going to have to give this to Daniel Jones and give him his last opportunity here in this spot. But at the same time, I mean, how many times, how many stops have we seen Tyrod Taylor be the guy only yeah. for, like, these freak accidents to happen to him? So, I mean, I can understand Michael Irvin's take on, hey, giving Tyrod Taylor a shot, but unfortunately, whether whether it's freak accidents or not, like, you just, you can't, you can't not give this spot to Daniel Jones and have him with maybe even a four or five game audition. The thing is, it's first year for Brian Dable. So it's not like, I mean, unless they go 0-17 and, and, and there's just, you know, chaos in the locker room, Brian Dable's not losing his job. Right. So he doesn't really have to, like, like Daniel Jones, he can get rid of Daniel Jones after this year if it's not right. the thing. So he doesn't really have to, like, figure out what to do this season in terms of quarterbacks and fighting for his jobs and things like that. So he's got a little bit of a cushion there in that spot. But, I mean, you do have a proven – you know, veteran quarterback in Tyrod Taylor, if you feel that 
like we just talked about with the Ravens, you're winning games in spite of Daniel Jones. You do have an option there that has proven that he can win games, get teams to playoffs. Uh, so I don't hate that that take by Michael Irvin, but to say that he should start week one because he runs the offense better, like you said, after one preseason game. But this is what we do. It's overreaction to preseason football after one game that really your starters, your projected starters, shouldn't be in. So that's also not necessarily a ringing endorsement for Daniel Jones that he's in the first preseason game to me. Fair enough. When we come back, we're going to talk about Tom Brady taking a leave for personal reasons or what kind of reasons are they, if we can speculate. Also, Bill Russell gets his number six retired by the NBA and three words or less for AFC South quarterbacks. It's AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. We'll be right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. All right, and welcome back here into the AM Drive on this Fantasy Draft Friday. We almost forgot about the Fantasy Draft, even though we, we set up the uh, the roster. I was surprised to see, Mike, that uh, it was just a Friday here on the AM Drive and not a Fantasy oh. Draft. Oh! All right, but we got one. But, uh, yeah, this Fantasy Draft Friday, all Fantasy Draft Fridays and all episodes of, uh, of AM Drive are supported <laughs> Sponsored by Fanatics. Maybe we should just go back into the commercial, but all episodes of AM Drive here are sponsored by Fanatics. You can see it right above my head there on the screen. And um, you got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the F. And when you click that F, it takes you into Fanatics. And what do you do, Mike, when you go into Fanatics after you visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com? Click at the car. Click at the car. Click at the car. Click at the car. Wiki, 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 wiki. Click at the car. 
Yes, and when you click Add to Cart times a million and then check out, it helps out the AM Drive tremendously, and you get awesome stuff such as jerseys, autograph memorabilia, hats, jackets, everything you can think of. They'll slap your team's logo right there on it. It's the best site for all sports merchandise, apparel, and memorabilia. But remember, the key is MikeAndAaronDrive.com, and then click that F. And when you click that F and shop at Fanatics, it helps out the AM Drive tremendously. And for that, we thank you. You beat me on that one. <laughs> it's personal. Tom Brady leaving the Buccaneers, something that has apparently been in the making since before training camp. But the reports are he should be ready to start week one. Well, dear God, I certainly hope so, considering it's a month away. Aaron, as a buck, as a closer Buccaneers fan, how are you feeling right now, man? I have no problem. If Coach Bowles isn't worried, I'm not worried. Coach Bowles. Uh, at this point, I mean, like you said, he's had 20 years to prepare for week one. Um, yeah. He knows the offense back and forth. He's been working all summer to get with Julio and get with Russell Gage and Kyle Rudolph and a lot of the, any new guy. And even the, you know, the guys he's currently got, he's, he's getting back chemistry with, you know, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, you know, this all the same. I have no problems with this. Um, to me, it's it's a nothing burger, as it were, right now. Uh, it's not a health issue, in my opinion. Like, what really could we be doing here, uh, personally? I, I would actually. I know this sounds crazy because of the world we live in. I would actually like to. I'd actually like to not know. You know what? He's earned the respect of yeah. whatever this is going on right now. Whether it's a family matter whether it's you know you know with his with his parents i know his parents are getting up there or whether this as long as this isn't and again i'll never i don't want to know but as long as this isn't like i gotta go film some for that 80 for brady movie um that he's got coming out as long as he's not running over to hollywood real quick i think he's earned the right that i don't really need to know what he's doing if he's there week one i'll be fine that would be pretty funny if that's what the reason was though that better be a dang good movie It'd be a little messed up, but again, at what point in time, and I don't want to ruin Brady's legacy, and I don't want him to turn into a, you know, everybody, you live long enough as a hero, like Batman says, just long enough to to become the villain. Uh, I don't want, I don't want that to happen. I know that he's the villain for some people, but I'm saying like generally since he's gone to Tampa, most people have come around on him. (sighs) You don't dislike the guy personally. Come on. You just dislike him on the field. He's cheesy, but I don't dislike him now. Of course he's cheesy. Peyton Manning's cheesy as well, but that's what kind of makes him, you know, uh, likable, you know, to, so to speak. Point being is, is that I I feel like at this point in time, he's almost, if he needs to t- step away from football, a sport that he has literally devoted his entire adult life to for a small period of time, I'm okay with it. Say la vie, as you like to say. Yeah, say la vie. Woo, I always like hearing you say that. It feels good on my headphones. Um, so Sammy, <laughs> so terrible. Sammy Action brought up that Rob Gronkowski. Well, this might be recruitment for Rob, and technically that's a good point because, um, before training camp was when we heard about Gronkowski coming back, anyways. But I don't think Brady would just miss all his time just to go say, "Hey, Gronk, come on, bro." Well, you can do that over text or FaceTime, right? Yeah, that doesn't seem legit uh, to me. I mean, that, you know, like you said, it doesn't. I don't feel like he needs to leave the 
leave the facility to go do this. I mean, like you said, you know, does Gronk need to be wine and dined <laughs> at this point? Like, you know, if he wants to come back, by all means, he's they'll they'll find a spot for him. So, uh, it doesn't feel like a a Gronk situation here. Um, you know, it's it's hard to really try to sit here and speculate what it might be. I. I I really don't know. I really, I really Aaron, don't know. And part part of me thinks it's him going to film his movie. I really do. I really think that's what it is. Aaron, everything yeah. is a Gronk situation. Just remember Fair enough. that. Fair enough. In Gronk's world. <laughs> oh, that's a Gronk. Uh, okay. <laughs> Bill Ru- we were off the rails. Bill Russell got his number six retired. And, and I, you, like re- you like me when I read my tweets out, right? I, I can do that. On the show, say that again. When you read the tweets, when I read my tweets, sure. Okay, I said in part, "Great job, NBA, by pissing on the grave of Bill Russell. You wait until the man dies to honor him. It's not like he got killed in some accident. He just died. You had years to do this, and just because social media told you to, now you do it. It just seems like weird timing to me." Okay. Come on I mean, now. Are you asking for my opinion of your tweet or my yes. opinion of this? Of the whole thing, yes. Okay, so here, I have a take for you, and you may not like it. And oh. I don't think his number should have been retired. I don't think anyone's number should be retired mm-hmm. by the entire league for performance on the field. The only person's numbers that I can see being retired by leagues are color barriers being broken or large-scale situation. Now, I know what... Bill Russell meant to the NBA, but like he didn't break the color barrier. I know he was an activist. I know he was a very dominant black man in an era where, you know, black men were mistreated, you know, and I, and I understand all of that, but same goes with one of my favorite players to watch. It was Wayne Gretzky. Your number shouldn't be retired by the league. I'm sorry. Yes, you are great, but you were great for any franchise that wants to, you played for like, I know Wayne played for three or four, um, sure, they're more than welcome to do that. But the entire league, no, I don't agree with it. And it's not a knock on Bill Russell, obviously. I've always said he's one of the one of the GOATs, if not the GOAT, with regards to just winning and dominance over the era of, of, of his career. But no, I'm sorry. My take really is that Jackie Robinson, and that's pretty much it as far as retired numbers in sports. I'm with you. I could live with this if he was living with – if he knew this, that it would happen, I I would be okay with it. But to wait until the man dies, it's just – it's not a compliment to me. It's not honoring the legacy. It's like he doesn't even know it's retired. He's dead. Right, but that doesn't mean – For years they knew how important he was. The moment he dies, he becomes more important. I, I cannot respect that. It's like Kobe Bryant never ended a goat conversation, but he's killed in, in, in a in a plane crash. What? I, I still don't think he really enters realistic goat conversations. But I get what you're oh. saying. I'm he saying does. realistic. Well, realistic ones. I'm I'm saying like That's no, right. like a lot I of people know. believe Kobe was Michael. So like you can't put. Kobe as the goat over Michael when Michael did it better. It's just, it's just facts. Um, but I get what you're saying as far as like 
when people die, posthumous records and posthumous awards, like really, you know, like you said, it takes it vamps it up to the next level. I can understand what you're saying in that spot. Uh, I don't agree with necessarily that it's it's a slap in the face because okay, yes, Bill Russell doesn't know, but his legacy is carried on. And, and the thing I've always said with with regards to like Jackie Robinson's retired number, what if Jackie Robinson really wasn't that good in baseball? Like, would his number have been retired? Hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we know, do you know who the first black basketball player was? Do you know the first black hockey player was? Do you know the first black football player was? No, because I, and I think Kenny Washington is the first football player that you might have to do some crack research on that one, but crack um, research. But you don't know any of them. Their numbers aren't retired. Now, that's not a disrespect to the MLB. If that's what you want to do, totally fine. And Jackie Robinson happened to be pretty good in ba- in baseball. So it feels a little more okay that his number is retired league-wide because, one, he broke the color barrier, and, two, he was actually a pretty decent MLB player, obviously a Hall of Famer. But I don't understand. I mean, the, the success on the field, while it's great, or the court, whatever, or the rink, let your team do it. That's all you need. I mean, you only played for the Celtics, so right. I don't know. I don't get this one. It's, it's not, I'm not a big retiring numbers fan. Like, look at the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees have their entire single digits retired. Don't get it. Nobody can be a single digit player on the Yankees anymore. Nick Carlson got retired for the Thunder for whatever reason. Did he really? Yeah. I That I did not know. See, Teams want to do whatever teams want to do. That's totally fine. But as far as league-wide, now look, this is not a disrespect to Bill Russell. It's not. I still... I say, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's not. But where do you draw the line? I mean, at this rate, Michael Jordan's 23 should be retired. Well, the Miami Heat already did that for them. That's just horrible. But yeah, we're Which the is weird. Like time. Miami Heat are retiring Jordan. It, that's just it's I a just strange thing. I think that's more of a Pat Riley thing, which is pretty sickening. But yeah. The Pat Riley um, never had anything to do with Michael Jordan either. So I don't I know. I could have weird. swore he... Oh, he didn't wow. coach him. Oh, wow. Okay, anyways. Um, posthumous, I've never heard that word uttered. I always wondered how it was pronounced, never cared to know until someone said it to me. Thank you for enlightening me on that. Um, also, <laughs> right, so be, LeBron James. Aaron, what should he do with his number six? Uh, Keep it or go back I, to 23? I think he should go back to 23 personally. I wonder – I don't know who else wears six in the league off the top of my head. I feel there's one that – I think there's a guard. I think it's Alfred Payton may, may wear it, I think. I think. Yeah. It, I feel like LeBron continuing to wear six tries to make – tries to insert himself still in the story. Because this is the year where we're going to see Bill's number retired to the Raptors in yeah. every arena and – you know, and we're also people are, see the 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 um the patch as well. Patch on the jerseys. I feel like LeBron should move. I feel like Peyton should move too. If that's if that's if that's who else, whoever else is, uh, be, you know, whoever else is also a number six here. But I don't know. I just feel like LeBron should move to, to twenty three or you know whatever if he wants another number. That'd be but cool. Same, I want to see the other number. That'd be cool. At the same time, I feel like if he doesn't, I'm okay with it. But I, I feel like there's people who will say that he's disrespecting the game by not changing his number. But this anybody who owns a Lakers six jersey is going to be happy right now if it says LeBron James on it. 
Yeah, but hasn't he been 23 and 6 in his time yes, just with the Lakers? but it's still, the bet they retired it. Like, what if he goes out and, like, changes his number and, like, somebody still has a 6 jersey? That could be worth something because they're retired. I never thought about that. But it also, I, I think the Lakers might be hoping he changes numbers for merchandising purposes, although PR, he's still already, yeah. he's already still, like, one of the number one jersey sales. Each I would rather gets. there be a six-patch on jerseys forever than retiring a number to the rafters. No. No, I disagree. Okay. Um. Hey, when you think of these AFC South quarterbacks, what comes to mind in three words or less, whether it be nicknames or whatever? Let's start off with Ryan Tannehill, who has gotten the nod. This, was, this of course, was created before last night's game. But Aaron Three words or less for Ryan Tannehill. Shut out haters. Oh, my God. Like Michael Carvelis, you are a bona fide starting quarterback who has led a team to the playoffs. Yes, I understand. It's all Derrick Henry. No, it's not all Derrick Henry. Um, you, But you need to step up. It's not going to take much for you to lose your job. So shut out haters. And do your job right now, and you have a pretty easy road to navigate. It's it's a two headed monster uh, with you in Indianapolis. Let's let's be honest, and uh, you know let's let's make sure if Derrick Henry stays healthy, you are and you know don't don't no disrespect to Michael Carvelis here, but I think Tennessee is the better team if they're fully healthy. Okay, I'm how Malik's coming. That's my three words or less Jeez. because. They're gonna like I, I wrote this down before this the saving happened. They are going to start Malik in preseason game one, which means your days are officially numbered short because they already wanted to see him play. But they didn't, they didn't wait till just like until the second half. They want to see him first thing. We knew this was I didn't know it was gonna happen this quickly. And Malik was boy, he, he is one of my favorite quarterbacks right now. I'm telling you, this guy. Oh, I'm not a Titans fan. We'll never be a Titans fan, but this is incredible. Malice coming is my thing for Ryan Tannehill. All right, that's fair. I can get down on that. Matt Ryan. All right, Matt Ryan, I have a question. Oh. And that question is, better than Carson? I mean, we talked season that, that Carson Wentz had. Uh, yes, he crapped his pants in a couple of spots, but – do we really believe that Matt Ryan has the pedigree and the, you know, that one Super Bowl run to say that he's head and shoulders above Carson Wentz? I don't know. I don't necessarily see it. It's going to fall back on JTT and the defense. So, uh, do you know? Are you better than Carson? Are you better than what Carson was last year? Maybe. Maybe not. Mine is revenge tour. Twenty sixteen happened. And so did seven wins on a god-awful, crappy team. I'm rooting for Matt Ryan, not just as a Colts fan, but as a person who has been stuck watching the Falcons for years and years because the TV contracts in the NFL suck. Get yourself some direct TV, buddy. Come on, you can do it. Live in nah, the, I'd rather just illegally live in the stream new age. Forget, forget all that crap. I miss illegally streaming. I find it's cheaper, it's more efficient. I don't care for direct TV, uh, well, I'm sorry, Xfinity has our com. Xfinity ha is great as a TV company. It's also great as, as an um, internet company. I also illegally stream them. All right, that's fair. Then you don't have to worry about that. 
You don't have to worry about your local uh, your local games then. Davis Mills. All right, Davis Mills for me is be the future. Make the Texans want to hold on to you, and you're the quarterback. You're the Deshaun Watson replacement, and be the future. Just prove, I mean, this is probably another lost season, but, you know, how impressed would you be if the Texans were 7-10 and 10 this year? Good Lord, that'd be incredible. Exactly. Be I might the future. be scared of them in a couple years. <laughs> be the future of your Davis Mills. That's that's my uh, that's my three words or less for Davis Mills. Are you him? Um, he kind of started bad. Remember that game? He was like, well, I mean, it was like just the weirdest numbers I've ever seen a quarterback do. But then he got good enough to be kept around. So is he good? Is he not good? Are you him? Because this team still is is having like PTSD from as in post traumatic stress. Deshaun leaving us kind of stuff. So, hey, are you him? I, I'm rooting Fair. for Davis Mills. I, I am too. Uh, I am too, 100%. He hasn't said much. Trevor Lawrence, T-Law. All right, T-Law. My three words or less for Trevor Lawrence is develop your identity. I feel like last year, his rookie year, you really forgot about him. I mean, obviously he didn't play well, but it was all Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer this, Urban Meyer that. Yes. Travis Etienne was out for the year. Jack, uh, not Jack Robinson. What the heck was his name? James Robinson had an atrocious second year, you know, second year campaign. Um, he got hurt as well. So now that everybody's back, a new coach, a proven winner, a Super Bowl winning coach and Doug an Peterson. An overpaid wide receiver. <laughs> potentially, we'll see. Uh, but prove, you know, uh, develop your identity. What do like you want to be in this league? So, uh, Trevor Lawrence, that's my three words or less to you, sir. Show me. I defended Trevor's rookie year by citing what you mentioned. So, time to show me and everyone how good you actually are supposed to be. Show me. Like I, it. Like, I like it. I like that one. Develop your idea. That's a great line, sir. I would snort that right now. Um, <laughs> when we come back, Fantasy Draft Friday will conclude with awesome segments. We'll introduce it next. You don't want to go anywhere, I promise. We're fat. Be right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies. $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? 
Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a Pro Plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. And welcome back to the last segment here of the week. It's Fantasy Draft Friday, and we are presented by Vice Golf. It's very simple. High-quality golf balls. Sell them over the internet and ship them right to your door. If you're looking to win the Vice Golf Amateur this year and take the title from Mr. Michael Carvelis, then you've got to shop at Vice Golf by going to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and clicking that Vice Golf logo. They've got more than just balls. They've got gloves, bags, hoodies, swag, merchandise, and hell, even the balls that aren't just the regular balls, they've got vice drip. I mean, come on, all the kids love their drip, right? Isn't that the word the cool kids say nowadays? So Easy. make sure you're getting over to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, clicking that Vice Golf logo, because summer is coming to an end, and nothing's better than fall golf and vice golf. You got to love it. Love it. Um, fantasy draft today is going to be pretty fun. How snack foods, Aaron? You like snacks? I love snacks. I mean, you don't you get this belly. I like snacks? You're right, you don't get right. this belly on celery and ranch. Trust me. Woo-hoo-hoo! Although celery and ranch might be one of my picks. Ooh. Uh, if it is, I think you're taking an automatic L, but go ahead. Bye. Gamble, gamble. <laughs> right. With my first pick in the snack food fantasy draft... I'm going to take one that I know everyone loves. I don't care which flavor you get. Doritos, baby. Mm, I did have a Doritos on my list. Um, but I think I think general Doritos is the play there. But I had I had Cooler Ranch Doritos on my list. Those are just incredible. I actually had some last night, ironically. I would do nacho cheese if I had a, if I had a flavor pick. It's the OG, but it's I don't think it's the best. I think Cool Ranch is pretty good. Cool Nacho cheese kind of kicks you in the face. Cool Ranch, you can always eat no matter what. All right, so with the number two overall pick in the fantasy draft for snack foods, I am going to take beef jerky. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, That's a good one. And I don't even know. I'm not the biggest beef jerky fan, but I do love it when it's paired with like a cheese. Oh, man. Wow, that's a good one. A cheese? So, like a melted cheese? No, like a little cheese stick in the, in the same pack. Whoa, game like Jack change, right? like, beef, like beef jerky here and cheese here. I've never seen that before. Oh, it's incredible. It's, it's, uh, it's really incredible. Little game cheddar changer. cheese stick. Fair enough. Game changer. You're from the South. How do you know? Whatever. Um, I, know a stick of, I know string cheese and I know Jack Link's beef jerky sticks, but I've never thought that they were ever put it's together. Not string cheese. It's like just a, a stick of cheese compared right. with a beef jerky stick. Okay, fair enough. I'm in. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Um, my next snack food. Oh, this is a tough one. Mm. I know the popular pick, but my favorite. Oh, 
I'm just, I'm I'm hungry right now. Skittles. Okay, Skittles. All right, I like it. I know it's not gonna give me any points here, but I just I, I just love Skittles. It might be. Uh, my number two pick for my my snack food fantasy team is. My ultimate road trip snack. I only seem to ever eat these when I'm on road trips. And that's combos. Let me tell you something right here. Those cheddar cheese cracker ones are just insane, dude. But that is one of my favorite. The nuts. Huh? Pizza ones are just the best. But yes, the cheddar cheeses are good too. I didn't even try the pizza ones, which is surprising. I think we should just send each other a pack of our our, our box, a, you know, like a like a, like a thread. Each piece other a kind pack of, of, of our five bits. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna have. To, we might. I say we do that first, like for real. I say we do that like a month from now. We have a special where like I gave you a box, you gave me a box. We're sitting there eating them on the show. That'd be kind of fun. And we can eat them while we like give our picks on a Friday show or something. Yes. My next thing is going to be. Peanuts. Okay. I love planters salted peanuts, but you that's just I, I I love I've been into peanuts recently. I don't know why, but planters salted peanuts are incredible. And cashews, same thing apply. I don't know, does cashew go with peanuts or not really? You mean so planters nuts, I guess is what you're going with. I'll, I'll, plant, okay I'll say that. planters. How about that? Right, planters nuts. I, I'm good. I, I have nothing in my 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 queue here that would, would overlap. So you're fine. Planters nuts is fine. That's a, that's a tried and true. I like that one. All right, go ahead. I'm going to go with a, a tried and true uh, one myself here because I know and you know that once you pop, you can't stop. And that's Pringles, baby. Those are good. I like Pringles. I'm not the biggest oh, fan of Pringles, but if, they wouldn't be, if I had like a, a choice of 10 snacks, I don't even know if Pringles would be on the list, but they're definitely up there. Like they're, it's wow. still, I, I, I eat them. Yeah. I gonna, love me some Pringles. So go ahead. Yeah, because we're running out of time here. My fourth of five picks here. You're gonna you're gonna hate me for this. It's, I'm not just gonna say cookies because that wouldn't be fair. I'm gonna say Oreos. Oreos did not make my list. I'm not a big Oreo guy. Really? <clears throat> yeah. It's Milk's favorite cookie, man. Yeah, well, it's not Aaron's. Oh, <laughs> I'm Mr. They call me Mr. Two Percent over here. Go ahead. There you go. Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> I'm torn between three for my last two. Uh, okay. I am going to go with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups for my fourth pick. So Reese's. Yeah, I mean, I know they have so many I, different... Have you ever tried the outrageous Reese's bar? It's insane. I have not. I have it's not. Like I really it's... don't deviate from the from the OG there. So. Oh, no, they're incredible. Like, But if imagine if Snickers and Reese's Cups had a baby and made a candy bar. It's like I can get it's down on that. Like caramel, nougat, peanut, Reese's peanut butter, and chocolate. Oh my lord! Don't get that the like people talk about the fast breaks. I'm like, you guys don't even know what you're talking about here. The Snickers peanut butter bar, aka the outrageous bar, is insane. It's also yeah, horrible the, for you. The fat kid in Mike is 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 in is invoking the fat kid in me to want to go try all these things at a gas station near me. <laughs> I only walk to one in the side. Okay. I'm trying. I'm running out of snacks here. That I just. I'm such a picky eater. But I'm gonna go with one. This might lose me the draft. 
But I love it. And because it's so it's not like a, it's not what you're thinking of either. I'm gonna go with apples and peanut butter. Uh just apples. Like apples, dip them in ranch. I don't care what you dip them in. How about that? That's fair. Yeah, I think apples and caramel is the better move. But yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, uh that might have lost you the draft. I agree. Red apples so, is my pick. I will tell you just because these will be theoretical honorable mentions, but I have I have five. I made I may always make a list of ten. That way I, I know I'm gonna get five of these. Yeah. Uh my honorable mentions, so to speak, oatmeal cream pies. Ooh, those are good. Rice crispy treats, peanut butter pretzels, which I love. I always get a thing from Costco. Oh yeah, boy. You, wow, that's a good one. Holy cow, that's one of my favorites. Dang. Yeah, and then the Keebler Elf Fudge little sandwich cookies. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if you yeah. ever had those. So those are my four, and those all, as we say it, might sound better than my actual pick, but I had to incorporate some sports in here, and they're actually one of my favorite, just sitting around the house or doing whatever snacks, and that's sunflower seeds. I love sunflower seeds. I might have to make an executive decision and change my life because it's not it's not any of what you just said, so it's not like a, it's not like I'm stealing. I want to change my last pick to gummy worms because I didn't even think about any other snacks. I'll allow it because I still think you. Yeah, because but you you didn't make, mention gummy worms. You just mentioned all the other stuff. But I didn't uh, think of gummy worms. I tried to stay out of the candy aisle. Uh, oh wow, gummy this, worms except it is. from except for my Reese's peanut butter cups. But uh, how about you give me one more than since I have six technically? Because apples, I'm I'll put apples on there. We can have six. Why do you? So one should more? we have an honorable honorable mention, or should we just have six picks? Just have six. That was my fault. Like a six pack right. of snacks. Then I'm going to go with peanut butter pretzels as my. Okay, that's pick. fair. You win, but whatever. <laughs> I'll take apples. Hey, Doritos, Skittles, Planters nuts, Oreos, apples, and gummy worms. That's like oh, woo! Oh, your you pack might be more expensive with beef jerky and sunflower seeds. Well, hell yeah, beef jerky is just the, the price of beef it's jerky insane. is just ridiculous right like now. Gas. Yeah, well, that's probably why they sell the gas station. Just here, keep taking my money, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it has been fun. It's been a fun week. Thanks again to Sammy Action for holding it down in the first part of the Studio B segment. Mike is always coming with the fire each and every day. He's here, rains, shine, except for when he uh the alarm doesn't go off for him. Be nice. <laughs> All right, that, once again, that's going to do it for us. Over the weekend, make sure you're enjoying all the sports. Preseason football is at its peak. Week one is in the, or, uh, not in the books, but it's up and running now at this point. Make sure also during the weekend that you're following us on Facebook, on Twitter, and of course, subscription to the YouTube service is key. Visit Mike and Aaron Drive, or AM Drive with Mike and Aaron on the YouTube, uh, and hit that subscribe button, of course. Uh, Mike and Aaron Drive, for all of this, you can just go right to the links. It will help you out tremendously, and it helps us out tremendously. So for Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch saying enjoy your weekend, enjoy your family, enjoy your sports, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Drive safe.